0: In this episode of Hashtag CJUSD Chats, we will have two special guest hosts, ASB students Joanny Moreno-Gomez and Joelle Perez, students at the award-winning Slover Mountain High School, where you can't spell Slover without love. They will be interviewing the proud principal and assistant principal of SMHS, Tiffany Hampton and Adrina Frejo, to discuss why the misconceptions of an alternative high school do not apply at SMHS. Take it away, Joannie and Joelle.
1: Hello, my name is Joel Perez and I'm from Slover Mountain High School and I'm here pre- representing the school. Um, brief introduction of me. I am a senior at Slover Mountain High School and I am soon gonna graduate in 2023.
2: Ooh, let's go. <laughs> hey y'all, my name's Joannie and I am a ASB representative at Slover Mountain High School. And I will be graduating this year as well. Nice. Awesome. Okay, so before we get started, I need to ask you guys some really important questions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you guys prefer sweet or salty?
3: Do I have to choose? Yes. Sweet. Sweet.
4: I like a little bit of both, but if I have to choose, I'll
3: go with sweet, too.
4: Sweet. Mm-hmm. She likes ice cream. I love ice cream. Mask and is the best. There's going to really?
2: be a senior, no, ice cream fundraiser tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, we yeah, share. that's right. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very nice.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Myself, I prefer salty because I can't really take in sweet stuff. Um, yeah, not really. Not really a sweet kind of guy.
2: Okay, <laughs> All right. Hmm. For me, I don't know, actually. <laughs> <laughs> They're both pretty good. I know. But then salty, your tongue starts getting, like, like, it starts cracking and then dry, you guys know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So yeah. mm-hmm. I think sweet. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. All righty. Thank you for playing. Let's start off with some background on Slower Mountain High School. So, some info on Slower Mountain High School is that we are a model high school, a model continuation high school from 2016 to 2022. We model programs on PBIS. Um, we are softball champions for the IE Alternative Sports Leagues, and we are PBIS Silver Status.
3: Pretty cool. There's some great things to say about Slover. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, now that we have some background about our school, about Slover, um, we should start our interview with Ms. Hampton and Miss Fryho. So, Miss Hampton, let's start with you. Can you talk about yourself?
3: So, my name is Ms. Hampton, and I'm the principal, the proud principal of Slover Mountain High School. Um, I've been in education for about 19 years now. I started off as a teacher, um, 11, 11 years as a teacher, an English teacher at the middle school and the high school. Really, really enjoyed it. I actually started off as an instructional assistant and an AVID tutor, which puts me back even way before then, so I've probably been in education for quite a while. Um, I graduated from Cal State San Bernardino. I initially went to UNLV, did a little time at Chafee, and then I just kept up my continual um, educational career from going forward to Azusa Pacific for my master's degrees, et cetera. Um, but I enjoy being at Slover. I didn't know that I would be at Slover, um, but certainly that's a little bit of background before we get to the rest of the questions, but I've been in education for 19 years and loving the journey that I've had so far. That's
2: interesting. Nice. <laughs>
1: And now we would love to hear something from Frejo. How do you you like Slover? Tell us about yourself.
4: Okay, let me see. So my first career choice was not education. I was actually in law enforcement. I worked for the Department of California, correctional officer in the prisons. Um, I then um, got out of that, got into education. I'm finishing, this will be my 16th year with the district, finishing my fifth year as an administrator. And um, yeah, I just... Love education.
3: That's nice. nice. <laughs> That's nice. That's <laughs> nice. That's really interesting. I never yeah, knew that. I did not know that. <laughs> What's really interesting is that I don't think a lot of us probably don't start off in education, mm-hmm. but we find our way here. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, for instance, I didn't want to become a teacher. Mm-hmm. I actually wanted to be a pediatrician, and I was on my way mm-hmm. to become one. So, I was a biological science major. I had an internship during the summer straight out of high school. Bloomington, go Bruins. So, I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was straight out of Bloomington, and I, was, um, I had an internship at Arrowhead Medical Center right mm-hmm. here um, in the Colton area. And so... I was well on my way, and then I just found out, you know what, that's not what I want. I still want to be around students and children and and work with the youth, but I didn't know how. But then I figured that English was my strong suit, so when I was in high school, I received awards in English. And so I just pursued my English degree, and that's how I got on the track to becoming a teacher. But it wasn't my original plan to become an educator, but it's where I found my passion.
1: That's really interesting. That's really cool to hear, though. I was not expecting that from Frejo, that you worked that, you could always become, like, something unexpected, like a, um, a security guard at a prison and mm-hmm. end up being, becoming a Well, I principal. think, like,
4: when I so, had graduated from high school myself, yeah. I think I always knew I wanted to be, like, an education or something working mm-hmm. with youth yes. because of my background, the way I grew up. Like, I always knew I wanted to do something with youth, but um, I didn't pursue teaching, because yeah. I was afraid of public speaking. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to get in front of a classroom or in front of yeah. adults, and, mm-hmm. and here I am.
3: Yeah. <laughs> On the mic.
4: On the mic.
3: Yeah. Wait, uh, I have a question
2: for you real quick. How long were you a correctional three years. Three years. Yeah,
4: three oh. years was
3: enough.
2: Yeah, that's it, good. Yeah. It's a
4: whole other world in there. Mm-hmm. It's a, I wanted to make sure I came home, and so I, I left. And what happened was, I actually went to a career fair. Mm-hmm. And when I was at this career fair, Cal Baptist was there, and they had all these nice pictures up. And I've always played sports. I love sports. And they had pictures of these PE teachers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go talk to them. And then the ball just rolled from there. So I was a PE teacher for 11 years for our district, and then got into admin. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice.
1: All right. That's great. Now let's get into it. The first question, what led you both to go into school leadership?
3: Wow. Wow. Um. I didn't think I would come over to the dark side, as they call it. <laughs> so well, being an assistant principal, principal, that's like seen as the dark side. I was like, I'm never going to be one of them.
2: I'm going to be
3: in the classroom forever. That's where you make the real difference. And I think teachers make an amazing difference in the classroom. And I think administration is just an, another layer to that. Mm-hmm. So while you're not you know, in your classroom, you are in a school setting with a lot of students who you too can make a difference there as well. Um, So it wasn't that I wanted to. It was someone actually saw it in me. Many people saw it in me before I saw it in myself. One of those individuals um, was our former superintendent, Jerry Almondaris. Shout out to Santa Ana Unified (laughs) School District. So (laughs) Mr. Almandarez, when I was in his class, I was in his class as a graduate student, and he was just like, like, I see it, like, I see it, and I'm like, I don't know, not yet, I'm too new, I was only like a third-year teacher, it wasn't until, like, eight years later that I saw him, and he was just like, you still want to do this admin thing, and I was like, I think I'm ready now, but it took me, like, eight years to even think about being ready, so it it was interesting, former principals that I had, I always led um, leadership positions at my school when I was at the middle school, and... I saw myself just there in leadership. I didn't see myself anywhere else. But my principals would always tell me, like, no, Tiffany, I see you different. I see you different. I see you going further. I see you going further. And even, like, the people that we have in the district now, they encourage me, like, I see you outside of this. Or people that I meet at the county say, I see you outside of being a school principal. So um, I'm constantly getting that affirmation from other people saying that, like, this is where I'm supposed to be at. So I ended up doing that. Um, but that's how I, I got into school leadership. It was not something, I, again, not something I wanted to do, but yeah. something that I have found to be very fulfilling and gratifying in working with, especially the students that I work with now. Yeah.
2: Hmm. That's, what about you, Ms. Freiho? Wow.
4: Well, so for me, I think it was uh, wanting to see um, a difference, a change, progressive leadership, mm-hmm. um, seeing the administrators that I had been working under and being the person that I am. I wanted to see more um, social justice. I wanted to see more visibility for the LGBTQ community. Um, and what happened was, I was out, when I was going through my admin credential program, 14, 15, I think it was, uh, PBIS was being implemented in our district. Mm-hmm. And PBIS is all about inclusivity for our kiddos. And um, that just drives drive it even more in me. And um, I'm a strong opponent against um, the school-to-prison pipeline. And I believe that's it's true that happens to our kiddos, and um, so I'm like, you know what? I I need to I need to get here to help Mm -hmm. our kiddos.
2: Was Silver both of y'all's like first principal (laughs) job? Or
3: so um, I first started out. um, Absolutely, I was split. (laughs) <laughs> half-time with Washington High School and half-time with Slover Mountain High School. And so the principal that was there at the time, shout-out Christy Richardson, she ended up um, being the principal at the adult ed. So then this position came up, and I remember I was like, oh, nope, I'm going to be an assistant principal forever. I do not want that responsibility of being a principal. That's too much, way too much. And then I started getting those phone calls again. So the phone calls of, I know you're applying. <laughs> are not you applying? And I was like, uh, I don't think I'm ready. I was only a year and a half in as an assistant principal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And they're like, Tiffany, you're ready. Like, why are you doubting yourself? Mm-hmm. And so there you have it. And then I, I became a principal. And so far, you know, loving it. But definitely alternative was my first. I didn't even think I was slated there. I'm sure we'll get to that later. But I did not think I was slated to be at alternative at all I thought I was going to be like I had middle school experience I had high school experience so I thought that was where I was going to be at and while I'm at a high school it's still not the traditional high school setting but again where my love and my passion is so <laughs>
1: yes and I would like to add something as well since we are shouting out people right now at the moment I would love to shout out someone right now I would love to shout out someone from our Slover Mountain High School I'd love to shout out Mr. Salas Awesome. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. yes he Solis,
2: we love you. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: He is, he is leaving us, but he is going somewhere better. He definitely put a lot of love into Slover, mm-hmm. and I we really do it. appreciate did. him. Shout out. Mm-hmm.
2: Me too. I was bawling my eyes out right before this. I was, I'm not playing. I really was. I was going through yeah. it, through we, the mud. We, I'm we, we feel it
4: too.
3: We, we don't want to see <laughs> yeah. him go,
4: but yeah. if opportunities arise, you know, yeah. you know we, we should always shoot for better. Yeah, For I ourselves. think
3: we're all about, like, if it's going to better you as an mm-hmm. individual, if you're going to get more experience, yes. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we have to fly, right? Yeah. Like, we, yeah. we don't like to stay stuck. Yeah. Like, some students, they, I see you, I see you, yeah. I see you. <laughs> you know, we yeah. we don't want people to leave, but we also don't want to hold people back from, right. you know, from flying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you guys are with us at Slover, and we don't want to see you go half the time either, yeah. but you know what? We're just like, you have to fly. You have yeah. to go. And just know that we're always here. You know mm-hmm. what? Mr. Salas is always going to have an email. He's always going to have a mm-hmm. phone number. He's always yep. going to be there. Yep. Just because we move to different locations doesn't mm-hmm. mean us as individuals, like, we go away. Mm-hmm. So don't think that he's gone away. He's in a different location, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. But He's
2: just soaring through the sky right now. That, that's right. <laughs> he's just flying.
3: flying. Yeah. And one day, y'all are going to yeah. have to fly, too. So mm-hmm. it's all good. It's yeah. all good.
2: Okay, Thank what you, Bransford
4: Oh, why Slover? Yeah. yeah. So what had happened was. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, no, no. We're getting into the nitty gritty right now.
4: <laughs> so you know when you apply for a job, yeah. it gives you a listing, and then it, uh, for us, it'll sometimes it'll tell us the schools, and sometimes it'll just say um, any high school. Mm-hmm. Well, at the time it had put it had had two specific high schools. It didn't have Slover on there. So when I was interviewing, um, I didn't know I was interviewing for Ms. Hampton for Slover, too, right? But then when I got the call, like at 1030 at night, they called and told me that I got, if I wanted to accept the position. And when they told me, they told me it was Slover. And I was like, yes! Like, you know, like, because I always knew that I wanted to be in an alternative setting. Like, I always knew that I identified with, with kiddos in an alternative settings. so I always knew I wanted to be here. But what made it even better was that when I finally met Ms. Hampton, um, we just clicked. Uh, we both have the same vision, the same goals for our students, um, and we, we had a lot of good, tough conversations about biases, breaking down barriers, and um, it's, it's just been an awesome experience being there.
3: And I think even before that, so... Um, early on, what you guys might not know about assistant principals, during the summertime, they serve as principals mm-hmm. um, at, sure. at schools, like as summer school principals. And so, I had the honor of going back to shout out Ruth O'Harris Middle School, where uh, yeah, I'm a bulldog too. Uh, I was there. So, I was at Ruth O'Harris Middle School, yeah. and so um, I had actually um, hired Miss Freyho to be my PE teacher for summer school. Mm-hmm. And so who knew that we would be side by side as, you know, like leadership partners, mm-hmm. like years later, mm-hmm. had no clue. Yeah. But it was like she was interviewing back then and she didn't even know it. Because <laughs> yeah. when you're it came always time, in time for the interview, you're always in an interview. Always think that. Always. Always in an interview. Your character matters. Yep. Um, your attitude matters. Mm-hmm. All of that matters. People are constantly looking at mm-hmm. you. So she had no idea. And mm-hmm. so when she got in there, I was like, Why well, know if I want. I knew who I wanted. I knew right away, like, who I wanted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. so.
2: Damn, y'all really like the dark side, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Damn.
3: Okay,
2: so, since we're done with this part, Uh okay, we need to get some really important information out of y'all. Okay. So, why do you guys think there's so many misconceptions about continuation schools that students... And the students that attend, why do you think Slover Mountain High School breaks through all of those stereotypes?
3: Yeah, That's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go back to my experience of just hearing the negative rumors and stigmas about what Slover was when I was a student here in um, Colton Joint Unified. Um, as a Bloomington High School student, everybody was just like, oh, no, no, no. Like, that's a prison. So where all the gangbangers go? I'm like, oh, I don't want to go there. I don't, I don't really like that. And I think traditionally we just think of continuation high school. It's, it's outside of the normal setting, right? So you automatically think that those kids are bad or something's wrong with them or something mm-hmm. like that. And um, I can't lie, I didn't think I was. I didn't know why I was chosen for Slover. Like I really had no clue. And I remember being in one of my last interviews, and I was like, well, why do you choose Slover for me? And what they said was, we see your heart. And I think that's what it really boils down to, is just you have to have a heart for this mm-hmm. setting. And not that it's bad students. These are students who need. These are students who need guidance. They need attention. They need help. They, need, they just need everything that we can give them, right? Yeah. Not that all students don't need that, but these are the most at-promise students. So I think for me... Um, it's really important that we break down those barriers, get away from those stigmas and those stereotypes of these students because y'all match up just like everyone else. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys are, are academically fit. You are behaviorally fit. You are physically fit. You play sports. You mm-hmm. do the arts. You draw. You sing. You play mm-hmm. instruments. You, you do everything every normal teenager can do. You're just in a different setting by which you're able to do that. Um, And there's not so many constraints. So I know some students are just like, I'm able to play a sport without having that GPA. But yet, them being able to play that sport allows them to um, keep up their grades. They're going to tutoring or they keep up those grades because they know that's a requirement to do so. So it's motivation. I think what most of these students need, life happened. And just because life happened doesn't mean that you're sentenced to life happening. It means that you can move forward in a positive way, and that's exactly um, what I want to be on the end of. So... I think Slover has won awards. Slover has done amazing things. Slover has an award-winning staff. Slover has great students who are award-winning students, who are champions, who are all of these things. And as much as um, people want to think negatively, I think as much we need to pump, pump that information out there so that people know that Slover is to be reckoned with as a regular school. It's an alternative setting with regular students.
1: Right. Yes, I totally agree with all the information you just gave out. From um, From my point of view as a student, I'm going on as a senior in Slover Mountain High School, but I did start off in my junior year. I was struggling, I will be honest with you. I did come into Slover with 59 credits. Mm-hmm. I was really like on my downfall, but I don't have a bad background. I was just, you know, COVID came. I was going downhill. I wasn't paying attention to any online classes. I took it as a vacation, you know, didn't really pay attention on um, on the Chromebook, and then when I came back to school, I was so lost, just walked around school, and be, like, you know, I didn't start from the beginning, so I didn't have a, perp- I didn't, you know, I chose not to even start at all, and then when I came to Slover, they helped me out a lot, they led me like step by step, this is your class, do this, do these assignments, don't slack off, you'll get ahead, and then my, the teachers are amazing, they always they're always on top of you. They always make sure they help you, always make sure you turn in all your assignments. They always give you time. Uh, Miss Hampton and Ms. Ms. Frejo, they do everything they can to keep the school, keep all Chromebooks provided to us, all tools, all anything, any materials that we need. And I say a continuation school is, in my opinion, I do prefer to graduate at this school than, in, than go back to my home school. like definitely. That's awesome.
3: That's what I'm That's talking awesome. about. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ms.
4: Fryho, you still haven't answered
2: the question. <laughs>
0: wow,
4: Miss Hampton, like, took all my lines, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Um, no, um, wow, what was the question again? It was... Uh,
2: misconceptions about conce- continuation oh, yeah. high school. I mean, this,
4: the misconceptions have been going on since I was a kid. Um, I actually have family members who went to a continuation where I grew up in Riverside. Um, I was actually a um, security for a continuation, uh, my younger days too, and um, I think the stigma, like it has to change. Myself and Miss Hampton, we go and we speak at conferences, sharing exactly what goes on at our school to let people know, like no, these these are the same kids that walk in a comprehensive, are the same kids that are at our school. But for whatever reason, life happened, whether it had been COVID, whether it had been family problems, whether it be personal problems, or just for whatever reason, you just need a smaller setting. Um, we 're the same same curriculum, same everything, but um it 's just a smaller setting for you but yeah we're we 're on the move to change that stigma, and we need to make sure that um, our students speak to it, um, our teachers speak to it, and um, our, our district speaks to it, and we just have to continue sharing our stories so it gets out there, and people know that continuation you know is the place to be too
3: i 'm going to go yeah. further than just the students, the teachers, the district. I'm gonna go statewide. That part, statewide. We go to conferences Yeah. For alternative too. Yeah, I have friends here, like mm-hmm. locally. So shout out Fontana. Shout out Rialto. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I have I have friends locally. Shout out San Bernardino. <laughs> um, you know that that work really hard in continuation yeah. education, and mm-hmm. so it's really important for us just as a as just a cohort of. Mm-hmm. of you know, educators and, mm-hmm. and students to, like, knock out that stigma. Yep. That's everybody across the state. That's across the country that mm-hmm. these kids are just kids who need a little bit yep. more. And what's so wrong with giving them a little bit more mm-hmm. just so that they can be successful? Mm-hmm. So that's, that, that's where yep. I am with that. Yeah. Exactly. Let me ask
2: something real quick, though. Mm-hmm. These people that are saying, oh, it's like a continuation school is for bad students and everything, they're the same people, or like the same, sometimes they're the same students who need to come to a continuation school yeah. who are behind on credits, and they're like talking. bad things about them. Like right now, there's so many people that need to be in a continuation school because they are behind on credits. Mm -hmm. So many seniors, juniors that need Mm -hmm. to be at a continuation school because of COVID Mm -hmm. and the pandemic being like in lockdown and people not doing anything Mm -hmm. online. Like me personally, I did not do anything. (laughs) But before that, I had A's and B's. That was it. I, I was really good. I was... Really good in class. I did everything, and I was great. You know, I was a great student. But I and I would not talk. I was like really shy. I would not really you ask can't for help. can tell now. <laughs> I was really shy I back then. It. I like I would not interact with anyone. But mm-hmm. I came here because I was failing during the pandemic, and I failed my junior no sophomore year. All mm. my my whole sophomore year. So I came to. Silver for that, mm-hmm. for that sole purpose, for failing just one year. Mm-hmm. But I am trying to get ahead now. But at the same time, I don't want to go back. But <laughs> I do want to go back <laughs> because a con- it's like not fair that a traditional high school offers you so much more, mm. like after after high school. Mm-hmm. Like why can't regular colleges just take us in too? Like why does it have to be community colleges? You know. Mm-hmm. Or, like, more grants or stuff like that, Mm. more scholarships. Mm -hmm. Like, why Mm -hmm. does continuation school not offer those Mm -hmm. as much? Like, that's solely the reason why I am going back for Mm -hmm. grants, Mm -hmm. scholarships, and stuff like that Mm -hmm. to continue on my education. Right. So, yeah.
3: Those are all valid points. Yes. Yes. All valid points. And some of this is built on GPA, and necessarily, you know, some of our GPAs get slaughtered during our freshman and our sophomore year, but then we pick it up junior and senior year. But mm-hmm. by that time, what's happened, right? Yeah. Even though we have learned our lessons mm-hmm. and we were resilient and we picked it up. So valid concerns, I like that. I, I really do mm-hmm. like that. Thank you for bringing that up, Joannie. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that was a really good valid point. And I would like to take us um, take us up, and I want to ask Miss um, Frejo and Miss Hampton something. Um, what made you guys want to work at Slover We that you guys were, um, we, you guys love Slover, and you guys are really good principals, and you guys take care of our schools. But what made you want to work that hard for us, for Slover Mountain High School?
3: I'll let you go first, so I don't steal your ideas. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know what? I I truly believe that um, God gave me my purpose, and my purpose is, um, the alternative setting. I I have no um. Nothing in, in my future to apply for principalship. Uh, I, I I love it at Slover. I love you kiddos. I love alternative. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Like I just it's where I'm supposed to be. Until God tells me otherwise, then then I'll move on. But as for now, this this is my home.
3: Um, for me, I think I have a heart for the underdog. So anybody who they say they can't do, they can't do, they can't do, they're the worst. The, anybody who's, like, not seen as someone who can, those are the ones that I'm rooting for. So we already know that A, that B student, that kid that has a high GPA, like, we already know. But what about that kid who doesn't have the representation, may not have the the family structure, may not have all the supports, may not have everything they need. Those are the kids that I want. Those are the kids that I really truly have. Not that I don't have a heart for all students, but those are the kids that I really feel... If they need us, like we need to definitely help those yeah. students. And so my heart is for the students at slower because it's an alternative set of because so many people go through so many different things, whether that's in their families, whether that's in their academics, whether that's just personal struggles that they have um, with anxiety, depression, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I want to be that catalyst for change. I want to be that person who's going to help. I want to be that person that they can come to when they need assistance. So I think that's what I crave. I crave to be that person to help. And I think I've always, ever since I was living little itty-bitty, while well, my parents used to, you know, have me go to, you know, feed the homeless and things like that. Like, I always wanted to help people. And I think, um, and my mom was in service, so my mom worked for social services for many, many years. And so I've always been in a place where I wanted to help. I'm in a sorority that's built on community service and scholarship, you know, and education. And so even the things that I do on my off time have to do with community service and servicing the people, you know, of the community. So I think that's just kind of what I wanted to do, and and I've been that way ever since I was little. Yeah. Yeah. Slover's my fit. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Our fit. Yes. <laughs> yes. But
3: now we're gonna flip it on you. Ha <laughs> <So. laughs> ha answer. Okay, so now let's hear from you guys. What do you want people to take away from this interview about Slover Mountain High School and the school culture? The culture meaning like how Slover runs, what do you feel when you're there, that kind of thing. We always say you can spell slover with or you can't spell slover without love. So how does that ring true? Like really, you know, what do you want people to take from this interview and what really you can't spell
1: slower without love means okay um so from the way I can answer this is that I would the way I see it um I would rather stay at slower because if um I could be in like the the biggest school ever if I they could provide me with so much technology so much materials that I'll need but if they just hand me a lot of technology without any help that wouldn't help me at all and Slower. No matter how limited you are with your technology, if I have that help, I have that connection with my teachers and then my staff, I'm always going to be on task. I'm always going to do great. And that's what that's the difference I see in Slover than um, in a normal school. In normal school, they hand you papers, pencils, assignments. They'll hand you as much technology as they can give you, but they won't provide you that help and that assistance. And at Slover, I get that all the time. I got that from Salas, from teachers, from principals, from everybody and I really appreciate their help and not only did I see them as teachers I also saw them as my companions my friends and they always helped me through going up on my credits and my tasks
2: exactly it's about that one-on-one communication between you and the other person who's helping you so how he was saying with the computer the computer's not going to help you You can just look up the answers you know they're just going to give you the answers they're not going to help you like the one-on-one step Mm -hmm. you know but a teacher they will show you how to do it one-on-one step by step lead you through the whole question with and if you have like problems or like questions about the problem they will answer them for you. And all the teachers are exactly that. They help you with everything. They're understanding, compassionate, everything. Mm-hmm. Every positive word you can think about, all of that and more tied up in a bow. That's what you got. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And um
1: I would like to add something to that and and not to relate to assignments and work either, they also do provide us with the um, with the access to actually play sports. It doesn't only, uh, as a normal school, uh, A through G high school, they'll go based on your GPA or if you're caught up on assignments. And our continuation school, they always, they, they do all they could so you can um, play a sport as you try to get those assignments up. And they'll let you enjoy yourself, get get athletic, you know, do whatever you want, your hobbies, while you're in school, while you're catching up on assignments. And that's what I love because you always get to participate in every assignment that you wouldn't be able to do in a normal high school. They let you participate in every single activity in Slover my own High School.
3: Oh, field trips. Oh, yeah.
2: Field trips. Field trips? Yes. Uh-huh. I'm going all of them. Yes. Signing myself up. Yes, because um, I still have the grades, okay? I still got them A's. <laughs> I got the grades for them, okay? I can catch up. I'm going on them field trips, though. So. Yeah.
1: Yes, because um, I yeah. believe that Slover does have the same accessibility that other high schools do. Last yes. year on grad night, they did, um, seniors did go on a trip to Disneyland, and mm-hmm. they did enjoy it very much. Um, I got to experience it as well. I had an amazing time. I got back home safe, had a safe bus ride, and everything was just as a normal high school would be. Everything was paid for, or you did have to pay for your ticket, but everything else was super well. Like, it was a super fun time. Everything was safe. It was fun. Everyone enjoyed themselves.
2: Okay, can I add something? At traditional high schools, you can't go on field trips like other students. You have to be a part of a club, like Avid, and you can go to those colleges that you – oh my god like (laughs) silver silver they'll take you if you want to go they'll take you you know but if you're at a traditional high school you have to be a part of a club or an activity or a sport to go to field trips like what's the point of that there's so many other people that want to go on those field trips Mm -hmm. like those colleges field trips like there's people that want to go but they can't because they're not a part of a club or because they don't communicate with their counselor counselors you need a Talk with your students, because, girl, I never talked with mine. You guys need to communicate with your students, not just counselors, but the principals. Y'all need to communicate with your students. Y'all have those announcements in the morning. Say what's available. Say things that are available for everyone, not just those certain students. Things need to be available for every student, freshman to senior year, all, at all times.
3: And, and with that, I think I also want to add that students you have to advocate for them for yourselves, right? So exactly. we have our students now at our school that they're not afraid to go to you and ask questions they're not afraid to tell you how they feel and even if it hurts the adult if it burns mm-hmm. if it if it uh, if it sizzles, mm-hmm. you know the students are are okay with coming to talk to you, and I think that's the trusting relationship that they have with the adults on campus that they know they're not going to be persecuted for mm-hmm. you know going to to tell an adult how they speak truly feel. It's okay to speak your mind. It's okay to have student voice. It's it's okay to do it with a with a polite voice and yeah. and still get those those solutions. So I think students, if you're listening out there, you know, just make sure that you know you advocate for yourself. Make sure mm-hmm. you speak up for yourself because if you don't and you don't have it at home and say you don't find it in your teachers and you don't find it in your counselors, you don't find it in your principals. Guess what? You have to speak up. You have to be the one. So even if there's no one there to talk to you, you need to speak up and talk. Mm
2: -hmm. Exactly. You are your own advocate. Yep.
0: (laughs) Each episode of the hashtag CJUSD chats podcast will feature our own CJUSD students discussing what student voice means to them. So when we asked, what does student voice mean to you? Here is what they said.
4: Hi, my name is Jenna Press. I'm from Colton High School and I'm a senior. Um, to me, student voice is having the option to express my opinion freely. And then I believe that sharing my experiences with others helps me connect with others as well as letting them know that they are not the only person who has been through that same experience.
2: Now, y'all, let's get down to the fast five. So what's your favorite type of music? Genre. There you go. Genre
4: r&b and b mine would be oldies old school
1: um i would say i listen to a lot of latin music i s- latin? listen to a lot of spanish yes mm.
2: mm-hmm. i think mine's in between like indie mm. metal I, I listen to a lot like indie metal pop like that between that type of music yeah cool. yeah nice. All right. what about you guys's
1: favorite hobby Hobbies. <laughs> um, I would say my favorite hobby would probably be um working out because I do try to tend to have, like, a nice physique. But that's about Ooh. it. Well, well, well not Darryl. ten. Sorry. I try, to keep, I try to keep up with the nice physique. Do you. I try to keep up with the nice physique. I apologize.
2: <laughs> Miss Raiho, we know your favorite hobby. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. I'm, I DJ.
3: That's my Sorry. favorite hobby. <laughs> if I must be honest. Sleeping <laughs> <laughs> That's a good because idea. I never get time to sleep, so when I can, I take full advantage of it Other absolutely than the best
2: some the naps in the middle of the day are the best like you know
3: I hope not Monday through Friday at school
2: no no no, 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 no. like after school, like from four to five, four to eight, you know. Oh, and then you stay up be. all day, <laughs> all night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I it's only that. sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. But I'm still at school. Okay, hey. got it. I got the grades, okay? That's I'm still fine. at school. Okay. Oh, my turn. Hmm. My favorite hobby. I mean, the only thing I do is watch movies and TV shows. That's all okay. I do. That's cool. That's all I do in my free time. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nice. Okay. Where would you guys want to travel to if you guys had the money, like your... Top
1: one, top place. Mm, I I say I would like to go to Hawaii maybe. Right. Yeah, because I I hear a lot of nice stuff uh, um, from Hawaii. I Heard you could like go swim with turtles, go um. Damn. Go, um, what's it called? Skydiving. Go swim. You know, there's some nice hotels they have over there too. So I say Hawaii would be probably one of the places I would like to travel.
3: <laughs> I'm thinking on my end, uh, I I pretty much stay on the Caribbean side of things, but I would like to go to Egypt. Very different, right? But I'd love I'd love to go to Egypt one day. I've probably been across the nation. We used to take long drives. I've been in the Caribbean. I've done all that. So Egypt. I have a fascination for like the wonders, right? right? So the pyramids and things like
4: that? Mm-hmm. Nice. Only I've only been to Maui. But um, I would have to say, yeah, like probably go back to Hawaii. Oh, yeah. uh, it, it's uh, relaxing, swimming with Finding Nemo. It's pretty awesome. I'd love to go back and swim with Finding Nemo. Wait, mm-hmm.
2: do y'all know how to swim? No. Well, yeah, kind of, yeah. sort of. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Damn, I'd be the first one to drown. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh just put a, put a life jacket.
3: <laughs> put a life jacket. <laughs> what about you? Where where would that you want to travel? If money was not an option, where would you travel?
2: I wanna travel to like a Asian country. Mm. I wanna like experience their culture, eat their food. Their food looks really good.
3: Wow. Oh I like <laughs> yeah. it. I like it. Yeah. What's your number four? What you got?
2: Hmm. Your guys' favorite song. Ooh. We talked about genre. Now we need the song.
1: Ooh. Uh you guys will be super surprised because I did say Latin and um Spanish music, but I do listen to all genres of music and mm-hmm. right now I am overplaying the this song called Blue Ant Color by um what's his yes, name? Yes it's that a country, country song. Yes, it's a country song. It's called Blue Angel Color. <gasps> I totally forgot who it's by though, but it's called Blue Angel Color. Isn't his name Keith?
3: Keith. Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Ooh. There you yes. go. Interesting. Huh. Yes. Ooh, that's a hard, yeah. hard. You know what? Nope. Marvin oh. Gaye, distant lover. <laughs> Marvin Gaye, okay. distant lover. You know what? And you know she's shaking her you head at what? me because Marvin Gaye is her favorite artist. Dude, but it's all good. My
4: favorite artist of all time is Marvin Gaye. Like he's like the real deal. Like my favorite song by him is "What's Going On," and um, I'm not gonna get emotional, but his. His music is, is just speaks to all generations, mm-hmm. and all his music is from the heart, and it's, it's for all the people, for everybody. Mm-hmm. And Marvin Gaye's the man. Did you the
3: hear man. the crack in her voice and the yeah. tear in her eye? <laughs> yeah. But that's all right.
4: Like, I got I t got shirts of him, I got his albums. <laughs> I got like, he's. Not you, want really. me, you want me
3: to back it up to MJ then? Because I could do MJ.
4: Oh, I love Michael MJ Jackson. Too. See, he's he's it too.
3: Yeah, I could yeah. go with MJ, and I love "Leave Me Alone." Mm-hmm. I love one of those one of the songs off mm-hmm. the Bad album. Alrighty. righty, mm-hmm. what about you? What's your <laughs> oh, favorite song?
2: Oh, oh, I don't have one. I mean, it's because I don't have one because I always listen to so many songs. And then what? I what's wrong with me? Like this is wrong. Just t- don't t- tell me it's wrong, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, it- it's wrong. I know it's wrong. Like, I listen to the song on repeat, like, the same song or the same artist on repeat, like, for a whole week. And then I get tired of it, and then I forget about it, and then I just th- start something new. So
3: that's There's nothing wrong with that. I usually put, if I really like a song, it's on yeah. repeat, yeah. and then I probably know all the lyrics by day two. Yeah. It's all good. She's Shazam. I am. She, I she am. You hear that out there? You hear that out there? Anyone yeah. want to battle yeah. me? I yeah. am the human mm-hmm. Shazam. Shazam. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. Give me your number five. What's your last one?
2: Hmm. One thing you would eat for the rest of your life. Your life. <laughs> your life. Why easy? What is it? Tacos. Tacos. <laughs> oh
4: yeah, yeah. Which one? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Make sure you got some pineapple in there. Oh yeah. yeah. Do
2: you do you eat the one with the the one in the stick? Oh where they yes. Just, oh, mm. Yeah, that's the best one. Yep. Mm-hmm. But then I got asada. Mm, it depends yes. on who makes the asada because then some people are making it good. Some. Uh, oh. It's all right, you yeah. know. No,
1: pastor yeah. is really yeah. good though. I yeah. agree with her on that. But <laughs> I don't know what I would eat for the rest of my life. If I would say, it'd probably be, I probably eat like menudo for the rest of my Ooh. life. I like so oh, really that's a lot red or too. white. <laughs>
3: Red. Red. Red? Red. I like both.
2: Animals. Yes. What about you? Me? Tacos. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tacos
3: are eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, Miss I can always go for a wonderful, juicy, succulent, medium ribeye steak with chimichurri. Yeah, <laughs> chimichurri. <laughs> I have this yep. fascination for chimichurri <laughs> right now, and I don't know where it came from, mm. but I have to go everywhere to get mm. chimichurri. And not all chimichurri's are equal, <laughs> but that ribeye medium, absolutely, I could eat but that yeah, for the I rest have a of question.
2: my life. What's chimichurri? <laughs>
3: um, after this interview, we'll look it up or I'll bring some to school so you can taste it. Oh. Okay. okay. Bring some to school so we can taste
2: it. Yeah. yeah. With yeah. that yeah. steak. Yeah. <laughs> <With the> steak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> know what you're eating. Uh-huh. We, we, wanna we want taste the it. full
1: experience. <laughs> yes. All yes, yes we do. All righty. Thank you guys so much for playing the Fast Five and thank you all for listening to our interview.
3: <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you. you. Thank Goodbye. You Bye. 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 Hashtag
4: you can't spell silver without love. Woo woo. I hope you
0: enjoyed that episode of Hashtag CJUSD Chats. Now you can see why SMHS is one of the jewels of our district. The students and staff are truly amazing. We hope you will join us on our next episode with some very special guests from Colton High School.